Hello, this is Shani from Happy Hour News. This episode may contain graphic subject matter that might not be appropriate for all listeners. Be advised. I need this drink way closer. It was something that was almost semi-political, but it wasn't quite political. That's all of our... I know. Yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's every story we do. It has some degree of stupidity involved. Yeah. What is time? Time is a construct, man. What is time? Time. Time. We got Morris Day in the time. Time is on my side. We got time is on my side. Yep. Got we got time, time, time. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking time. of. That's Chambers Brothers. Ah, yeah. I like that one. Yep, I like that. Yeah. Time, time, time. Maybe, maybe we'll have to steal a little bit of that audio hey, on our break. Go, yeah. We haven't been, uh, we haven't gotten told not to yet, right? That's right. You know, the thing is, is I don't think anybody important is listening to us anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you this week, Shani? Oh, fuck it. I know, you've had a rough week. It's, yeah. I haven't had a phone for almost a week. Yeah, he, uh, he's, he's, he, he does a, his side gig is a ambulance driver and he went out on a call <laughs> and it was in a rural setting and, uh, his phone fell out and it got run over probably by the ambulance. <laughs> More than likely. Yeah. More than likely fell off my lap and yep. onto the fucking. He's using the, he's using the, the what is the map, Google maps to try yeah. to find the place. And again, you got to remember we're way out here in the. So I tried filing a claim, and well, that's what we were going to talk about. Was it about the idea of of people of making it so difficult to file a claim that about ninety percent of the people who end up who try it end up getting so frustrated they just say fuck it, and they spend another twelve hundred dollars on a phone. I almost did that. I know it's he was so ready. fucking stupid. Yeah. I mean, why, you know, you have insurance for a reason for exactly the way, what I did. I ran over a goddamn phone. All right. Legitimate claim. Give me a new goddamn phone. Why do I pay a premium? Now they need this and they need that and they need this. And I'm well, like, well, here's Jesus the thing. You fuck. could damn sure buy that $1,200 phone over the internet with, you know, just through a web browser. And click a couple of boxes and say, let's go. <laughs> and they would take the money out of your account and they'd send you a fucking phone, right? Well, I could do that. Yeah. But you can't do the paperwork to file a claim and click a couple of boxes and then submit, right? Yeah, you and, need handwritten forms. Yeah, you have forms. to have handwritten forms and you have to either snail mail them or you have to fax them in there. And I went to the store because uh, I tried filing a claim, a claim online. And they said, well, we got you got to call these people. We can't file it. All right. So I called these people. They said, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. If you don't hear from us in 24 hours, call us back because, you know, whatever. So I called them back. And they said, oh, we need some special forms. We sent you a, a link. My browser wouldn't open the link. Right. So I told them, I was like, I don't know what, you know, I, I said, would this be easier if I just went to a store? They're like, yeah. Yeah, just go to the store and you can do it go all there the and they'll store take care and of they'll you. They'll take care of you. Okay, yeah. right on. After work today, I went to a goddamn store. Oh, we're just a third party retail store. You need to go to a corporate store to to get to do this. I'm like, what? 
Uh, we we don't know, man. Oh, we, fuck, we, man. They we'll make sell it. you a phone, no? <laughs> they make it. And then they had, okay, on the wall, they had this big fucking poster that says, you broke it, we'll upgrade it. So oh, yeah, after upgrade, everything yeah. was done, I was like, all right, so tell me about this, you break it, we upgrade it promotion you got going on. Well, that's pretty much just for like a broken screen and we'll pretty much just fix it for you and replace it with a different phone. I'm like, so there's no upgrade involved. Yeah, you could upgrade to a phone that works. I was like, all right, look at my screen. It's broken. Well, yours is a little bit more than broken. Like, well, I broke it. If you replace that screen or, or, you know what I mean? I mean. They just didn't want to help me. No, they didn't because I'm I'm sure that they probably have a, a boilerplate response for anybody that says, I came in to take advantage of that deal, right? And I'll bet at the end of the day, it isn't just upgrading your broken phone. It's selling you a new phone. Well, it got down to the point to the, I was about ready to pay off the balance of my phone. Yeah. I was going to say, fuck it. I'll pay off the balance. Fuck you guys. I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm ending my contract. You can eat shit. Yeah. 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 Bark at the fucking moon, bitches. Yeah. That's right. Welcome back, everybody. Happy hour <laughs> news team. Jesus, fuck, man. Do you feel better, shit? <laughs> I don't know. This fucking mouse ain't working. Worth a shit. You got to click it before I it did. In. Oh, here we go. I clicked back. Yeah, you did. But the That's fucking. Okay. We were done with that. The scrolly, anyway. scrolly ain't fucking. You got to get it on something. Let me see that once. Okay. Probably the battery. No, I, the click worked. Right? See? Fuck it. We got all these fucking tabs ready to go. It's we got some We got some news that you guys didn't know you needed to fucking hear tonight on Happy Hour News Team. Sanchez can't get the fucking mouse to work, so. it needs a fucking battery. Needs a fucking battery. We don't have one down here. Oh, there yeah, we go. We there probably, we go. We probably do. There somewhere. we go. We just need to. We needed to convince Start it. Stop it, yeah. A little off and on action. And if it continues to fuck up, it needs a battery. So how the hell have you been, Sanchez? Well, you know, I'm all right, except I got this fucking thing growing on my neck now. Is it a goiter? I don't think so. It's something to do with a sal- salivary fucking gland or something. Sucking too much dick? Yeah, it's way too much. It's some fucking big ones that get you, you know? <laughs> I wouldn't know. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. No, I about. just, I ate a, I tasted some I, salt I the a, other day, and all of a sudden that spot underneath my right jaw just fucking lit up. You know when you eat something really fucking sour, that right under your jaw? Right under your ear, right here. Well, it's right about here. Mine's all the way up here underneath my ear. It gets, it gives you the ningnings? Yeah, that's what I've been having 24 hours a day. Now it's like a lump in there the size of a golf ball that's floating around, so... The good, good news is I got VA healthcare. They only wanted me to wait two weeks to have it come come have only. a look at. You know, maybe they're thinking you'll die before they have to help you. That's a good possibility. That's the way they work, right? Well, that's well, that's <laughs> not supposed to be the way they work, but it turns out that uh, free healthcare is you get exactly what you pay for. <laughs> so we got tonight. We got an uncon. You know, we brought you some dark shit last week, and you know, I'm sorry for that. But you know what? That shit does happen. I and sorry. once in a while, we're gonna fucking bring it to you. I thought it was a great episode. We, I think we should do it again on Halloween, though. Same episode, or well, we, can we can take do the day a day off com- and just fucking repeat it. Man. Do a compendium, 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 yeah, compilation of. 
fucked up yeah, shit for our Halloween. Like I said, I'm going to start, you know, when I see really, really, really dark, dank shit, I'll put it away. Put it away in for a deep, our, dark spot. Uh, yeah. Up your butthole. So no fucking light can get to it. All right, now we got a Florida man tries to tries for days to get a large iguana out of his toilet. Yeah. Was it an actual lizard? Yeah, there's a picture. Yeah. Holy Iguana shit. In, toilet. in Hollywood, Florida, right? Yep. found a large iguana in his toilet tried unsuccessfully for several days to remove it before calling a trapper according to the news report well i would have pissed on it i would have stood back a few feet and i would have pissed all over it that iguana would eventually left well i think that it's what it's doing is it's crawling back up the toilet pipe try to oh, get back away. down so yeah because you know once you get once you get over there over we'll, there we'll get out of that trap you know there's air to breathe again yeah. And there's actually the, air to breathe up at the top of the po- toilet pipe, too. So you can't piss on him. Well, you can piss on him, but he's just turning around and run down a fucking drain. <laughs> oh. You know, I mean, he's Maybe. not going to. Or. That was the problem. It's because he was, like, putting on protective gear and thought he could reach in there and snag that lizard. And it kept turning around and running down the freaking toilet. <laughs> well, it looks like by the picture they got a stick down the toilet and that iguana's. Trying to climb up it? Trying to climb up it. Well, I don't know. Maybe the iguana was stuck. Maybe we could read the article and see what the fuck it says. All right. Kurt of Hollywood saw a spiny-tailed reptile splashed around in the bowl on July 24th. But every time he donned protective clothing and tried to pull it out, the fast-moving lizard would swim back down in the hole. Uh, that's what he told the TV station. Day three of attempting to remove the, com- the commode crasher... <laughs> He was able to grasp his hind legs and part of its tail, but the bowl be slipped away, leaving the still squirming, broken off end of the tail in Halbert's hands. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they lose their tails. They'll grow it back. Yeah, Yeah, that's how they get away. Yeah. As proven at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he was able to lure out the loo lurker by the tragic placement of a stick for it to crawl up, and it worked. Yeah. It's all. I'm sure that the iguana probably just really, at the end of the day, wanted to get out of that nasty fucking toilet. Looks pretty clean. Well, looks yeah. like a clean fucking toilet. Except there's some stains up there on the rim. And there's an iguana in and it. There's an iguana. <laughs> I bet nobody was shitting in it while he was in there. That's probably who why he wanted to yeah, get it get out. Him out. Yeah, it was probably only a one bathroom fucking house, yeah. and he's like, "Dude, I gotta take a shit." You imagine what his wife would be on him for. Get that fucking thing out of my toilet! I bet she's not even married. Well, I bet if he was, I bet you ate more. <laughs> Not anymore. Sanchez, you got this story about a cereal pooper. Yeah, okay. So okay, what happened? Well, what would what is a cereal pooper? A cereal pooper is somebody who uh serially Serially? Yeah. Seriously? That means they, they they do it over and over again. Kind of continuously. Like kind of like a serial killer. I'm a serial pooper. Yeah, I'm a serial pooper too. Yeah. Anyway, they they uh this one does it in in town. You know, I've so this, this happened in England. Serial pooper banned from defecating, urinating in open spaces after numerous convictions in a British town. 
So in public. Yep. She broke. The, <laughs> she, she. She. Goddamn. Broke the number two rule. She broke a fucking harder two, I bet. She broke the number two rule over and over again. A British cereal pooper has been officially banned from defecating and urinating like she wasn't fucking banned from it before. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we okay, let we're going to let by. you do this for a while. <laughs> Until people start yeah, to bitch. Banned from... Uh, I wonder if she just stopped cleaning it up. And urinating in any open space in her town after more than two decades of criminal behavior. 20 years, huh? Amanda Lee, 50, has been breaking the law since at least 1996 with 15 convictions for antisocial behavior, harassment, public order violations, and abusing the country's 999 emergency phone number. So that's the deal like in England. They've got this ambiguous crime called... uh, Abusing a phone number? Uh, no, it's uh, oh. antisocial behavior. They call them antisocial crimes. Well, we got those here. Yeah, but like here, we can like flip off a cop, and that's our First Amendment right. They can't really do anything to us. In England, they consider that antisocial behavior, and they can actually charge you, not for flipping off a cop, just for being antisocial. Well, that's just pretty for, social. For, not, for basically not getting along with the program. All right, so there's a bunch of crimes that fall in with just not getting along with the program. So like, so not conforming for not conforming to okay, the, yeah, okay. Because I was going to say, being antisocial, you'd never see me because I'd be antisocial. Well, that's not what their definition of antisocial is. Oh. Antisocial is going against the social norms. I don't fucking live there, so fuck them. Well, we like, do have some listeners over there. Hey guys, yeah. Uh, stay out, stay out of your antisocial norm jail, whatever. <laughs> You're whatever. There comes a point when you have to say enough is enough and take additional action to protect the community and businesses in the area. All right, keep scrolling. What's this Ooh, chick look she's like? She's a doll. Isn't she? What is that thing? Some, looks like she's got light blue. Was that what do they call that? A long eyeliner. I don't fucking tattooed know. on her eyes. She's got a couple little hearts on her cheeks. She's got a uh, Greg Peck's. Uh, fucking, uh, what do they call Mohawk going there? Yeah, it looks Damn like man. she could be his brother. <laughs> she could be his brother. Yeah, that's what it looks like. <laughs> the crew, oh, the crew resident has since been issued criminal behavior order or CBO, which explicitly prohibits her prohibits her from committing some of her most common crimes for five years, with violations carrying a prison sentence. Of up to five years. So they fucking had it. In addition to the urination and defecation ban, which is in effect for both public and private open spaces, which means she can't slip into the neighbor's backyard and do it either. In the patio. Yeah. Uh, Lee cannot carry open containers of alcohol in public. Contact police on 999 unless she has genuine reason for doing so or abusive language in a public place, including using a dog to threaten or intimidate people. What the fuck? Yeah. A criminal behavior order is sought once all reasonable avenues have been explored regarding persistent offenders, said the cop in a statement. In this case, Lee's attitude and behavior has been ongoing since 1990, and she has been convicted numerous times for incidents that impact greatly on residents. She has persistently shown no consideration at all for the actions of her offending has had on others. So there. They well, informed her that she needs to keep a clean sheet or she's going oh, to the who's gal. Fuck. It's, it it kind of looks like she was already used hard and put away. Yeah. yeah. 
That's why, or, you know what? Or put away wet and then use hard. <laughs> so I would be shitting in the streets also. Well, I no, guess they, fuck I guess, society. Fuck y'all. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that she just absolutely does not give a fuck. No. Yeah. It's all right. Or even half a fuck. What the fuck's her name? I don't know. I just closed that out. Okay. Let's give her a shout out. Bill. All right. <laughs> Critical Bill. Critical Bill. Give her a name. Give her a name. All right. What do we got next, Sanchez? NBC scraps ultimate slip and slide after explosive diarrhea outbreak on set. Halted production. Ah. Wow. Did you be on like a, it'd be on an ultimate slip and slide and all of a sudden you got some fucking explosive bubble guts and just. Yeah. <laughs> Evidently there was something in the lunch that There day. was something in the water yeah, too. Yeah, something because they were going to have this, it was like a, an after, some kind of after game ex- showtime extravaganza where they were going to get all these celebrities and stuff and they're going to put up this great big giant slip and slide. It was going to be the ultimate slip and slide show. Who shit themselves, does it say? Well, uh, they'll not be moving forward with the ultimate <laughs> slip and slide. <laughs> so, oh, it had a Giardia outbreak. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, production was paused on June 2nd as a result of a crew member testing positive for Giardia, a microscopic parasite that, when swallowed, causes diarrheal disease. So ultimate there, was, slip and there slide. was no diarrhea on the slip and slide. Ultimate slip and slide was originally slated to premiere on August 8th following the Olympic Summer Games closing ceremony, but was pulled from the NBC schedule last month. Because a crew member, not a participant. The show's po- post-Olympics time slot had been replaced with the premiere of Family Game Fight. <laughs> so <laughs> To a, the death. <laughs> a crew member. Not even a slip and slide participant had had the poops, and they canceled it. Oh, well, see now, you I know guess. this is a perfect example of the fucking a perfect headline. You yeah, know, perfect headline. There was supposed to be a slip and slide, but diarrhea outbreak. It was like, whoa, there's diarrhea on the slip and slide, and there was no mention of that. Oh, so nobody why actually did they, shit on a slip and slide. Yeah, nobody God actually shit on the slip and slide. I had and why visions. were they testing for Giardia in the first place? I had visions of, of fucking messes. I mean, yes, slide. Galore. Kawabunga! Uh-oh! One shameful guy at the bottom going, oops. When I first read this, I Can laughed I so do fucking that? hard. I almost shit my pants. Aw. That, what a shitty article. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, now I'm fucking mad. Like, all right. Yeah. Next article. All right. Fuck this. Fuck Sorry, yeah. guys. That's all right. Sorry, podcast land. We we meant to bring you a good fucking article. But that was fucking. That's you see. We don't read this shit before. Yeah, I know. Man. We should probably read more of these, huh? Nah. At least not bringing any more world news stories. Was that a world news? <laughs> no, that was a real. That was okay. No, we don't. We we actually we vet them to at least. We've learned, yeah, to where we're getting it from a yep. site that's not available on your grocery store checkout line. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, missing woman's body found encased in concrete, huh? Yeah, this is one that slipped by us last week. Oh, we were supposed to do that one. Well, no, I you didn't find it until after you didn't send it to me till Saturday. Oh, or Friday. Okay, that was the day after we uh, recorded. We have audio for this, but I'm not hooked up to the Gigi Gadget, so yeah. we're just going to so say, you'll, you'll, we'll have we're going to read you what they would read you. Yeah. How about that? 
Here you go, Shannon. An elderly woman in Avery County, North Carolina, missing for almost two months, was found entombed in concrete in the basement of her home. Her caretaker, who was deemed a person of interest, no shit, was found in a hospital with a drug issue. According to WBTV, the family of Lynn reported her missing on July 30th. A lot of this shit's happening around my birthday. Yeah. They said they had last contacted her on the 14th of June. Detectives found the home locked, and the town car was not there. The vehicle was later found abandoned. It was locked, and the keys were underneath the driver's seat. Two empty bags of cocaine mix were in the truck. Yeah, concrete Oh, mix. concrete. <laughs> Officers then searched Keene's home and found the human remains encased in concrete in the basement. Autopsy was performed and found that she died of concrete yeah. around her. <laughs> I don't know. It had not been of natural causes. It was blunt force trauma to the head as well as strangulation. It Yeesh. was a belt. God damn. Yeah. So there was kind of a theme running around that part of the month. I mean, it must have been something in the water. Something in the water. But, I mean, there's another one that was, you know, you, you take care of the old person and then you, you snuff them and just keep cashing them Social Security checks. I don't know, man. People are all fucked up all over this fucking country and world. And who knows, man? That I, I'm just glad we're not reading about ourselves. Well, that's the problem here. The caretaker was only 53, not old enough for Social Security. <laughs> yep, she'd been hired by the family to be Keen's live-in caretaker. Well. Uh, yeah. Next story. I'm tired of this one. Tired of it? Tired of it. I'm tired. Well, we had that one guy fucking, he was entrapped. Wasn't he entrapped in like a dinosaur? Oh, yeah, the Last, guy, no, yeah in, week. in a dinosaur statue, yeah. In a dinosaur. But he wasn't after anybody's Social Security. He just was fucking going to go in there and get smoke meth, remember? And then he got <laughs> yes. fucking stuck. And then that one guy <laughs> stuck in, like in the fucking days. windmill. And in in that one guy that was stuck up in the windmill. In the windmill? He was, said he that. was uh, pho- photographing old machinery. And he had one leg out oh, of the Oh, yeah, fucking... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it was... It People was, are stuck everywhere. It was a machine at a mill. It wasn't a yeah. windmill. Yeah. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. yeah, he was looking for a place to get high, too. <laughs> so, Quentin Tarantino. You like Quentin Tarantino? <laughs> you like his movies? Ah, they're all right. Uh, I, yeah. liked, I liked a few of them. I liked The Hateful Eight was pretty good. The last one, uh, To Live and Die in, in uh, L.A. or whatever. You know, I didn't like it the first time I watched it. But the second time I watched it, it was okay. I haven't watched a movie in so long, even a new one. Well, anyway, it turns out so when he was a kid. He was a kid. His mom said, listen, buddy, this uh, fucking writing thing and this, this dream you got, it's never going to fucking be nothing. So we want to fucking cut that in the bud right away. So you're fucking done with that shit, right? So he made a promise to himself. Yeah, yeah, when, I, when I grow up and I get rich, you ain't getting nothing. Yeah, my mom ain't getting nothing. Well, turns out he's uh, like worth $180 million now. And uh, he said, well, you know, I helped her out with her taxes one time, but she ain't getting no fucking cars or houses or anything like that. I ain't giving her shit. He, when he, He's fulfilling the promise he made when he was 12 years old. Yep. You know what? My parents said I'd never be shit growing up. Well, they, she specifically told him that what he wanted to do 
he wasn't going to be able to. Ah, uh, I think you know a lot of parents tell their kids they ain't going to be shit growing up. Back in the day, back when we could fucking handle the fucking truth. Well, not a bunch of crybabies, right? Right, Sanchez? Yeah. Are you tearing up? No. Are you tearing up? I'm crunching ice. You're crunching ice, yep. yeah. Trying not to tear up. You got Sanchez, crybaby, Sanchez, El Dorado. <laughs> Have another drink, Jenny. <laughs> I just took one. Anybody ever tell you you get abusive when you drink? He's crying again. Yeah. <laughs> so Tarantino's not giving his mom any money. It's time everybody knew, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> it's just time everybody knew. Yeah, so 11, no, yeah, so uh, he says. In fact, you don't know about Quentin Tarantino's Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah, oh, you know, so uh, my mom always had a hard time about my scholastic non-ability, he said. He's a savant. And then in the middle of her little tirade, she said, oh, and by the way, this little writing career with finger quotes and everything, this little writing career you're doing, this shit is fucking over, he explained. Wow. The director recalled being triggered by her words. When she said that to me in that sarcastic way, I was in my head, and I and I go, okay, lady, when I become a successful writer, you will never see penny one from my success. And he kept that promise. Dick. Yeah, I'm thinking. Well, she dick. was a dick, too, so. Yeah. He did say that she helped her out of a jam with the IRS, but no house, no Cadillac, no house, he revealed. No vacations, no nothing. Yeah, but they said, well, did, did, didn't they serve as a motivation? He said, well, no, there are consequences to your words when you deal with your children. Remember, there are consequences for your sarcastic tone about what's meaningful to them. So he fucking keeps a fucking grudge, I guess. Well, the thing is, you should never really discourage your children from pursuing anything that they want to do. Right. You're right. You should not. Ever. You you should tell them, you know, that's that's great. I'll do whatever I can to help you. But I'm not buying you a car. No, and, and and as far as uh, Kill Bill, f- fucking terrible movies, both of them. Okay. I didn't care for them at all. Okay, yeah. Brother nobody nobody asked you about I it. I know, but I just thought I'd throw that in there. Okay, so you know, see you, Quentin. <laughs> so we got one, we got time for one more story before the halftime show. For the halftime show, sure. Well, here we got a story about a groom in Louisiana was still wearing his tux. When he shoots two people during an argument over infidelity. All right, you got this story, Sanchez. Because I don't, I don't recall ever hearing about this one. A Louisiana uh, was in your list, but that's okay. I don't have a list. I know you don't ha- didn't have your phone this week, so you didn't get a chance. Yeah, to I do not. A lot of these I, stories. We, it's kind of weird. A Louisiana groom was arrested on his wedding night after he shot two people during an argument about infidelity. The shooting happened over the weekend while the groom Devin and his new wife were stuck in traffic on the Bonnet Car Spillway in Laplace, about 30 miles from New Orleans, according to NBC affiliate WDSU. St. John's Parish Sheriff, and evidently down in, down there in Louisiana, the fucking sheriff is next to God. I mean, they can do whatever they want. Just as a side. <laughs> sheriff Mike Triggery said... <laughs> That the news station told the news station Jones accused his wife and a male friend who was in the car with them of having an affair. This is on the way home from the wedding. Okay, accusing who now? His wife and a male friend who was in the car with him. They had an affair. That, yeah, he's saying 
And, and this is on the wedding night. This is on the way home from the wedding. From the wedding. Right. And he's going to, wow. Okay, continue. And, uh, continue. And he said that having, a, having an affair was in the car with him of having an affair. Jones chased the man out of the car and began firing shots at him. The man was struck in the leg by a bullet. Another bullet went through the rear window <laughs> of a car and struck a person in the hand. Ow. The, yeah. <laughs> what did I do, man? The, the sheriff told the station both victims were taken to the hospital and were expected to survive. Not funny, but during the funny. shooting, the bride got out of the car and ran to paramedics who were on the scene for an unrelated car crash. The sheriff said the woman told the paramedics paramedics that she was scared of her husband and was allowed to wait inside the ambulance. On the wedding night. Yep. Then Jeez. Jones, the shooter, come up and start beating on the ambulance door but was arrested by deputies. The sheriff's oops, excuse me, <laughs> did not immediately return a request for comment Tuesday. Oof. Yeah, he's still uh, in his tuxedo when he was taken into custody. <laughs> On your fucking wedding night. Yeah, I, I mean, you think was there a, something boiling? There had to have been some shit brewing before the fucking ceremony. Well, I'm sure there's definitely a ton of fucking alcohol involved. And that. And and there is here at Happy Hour News Team. Yeah. Get a hold of us if you guys want to get some uh, stickers. Yeah, 701-369-0029. Or email us at happyhrnews at gmail.com. Maybe I say it too fast before because. You could always uh, email me at sanchez at happyhournewsteam.com. <laughs> you got to spell the whole fucking thing. <laughs> I know I get tired of it. <laughs> Or not, or whatever. Not, yeah, or just fucking, you know, make sure you stop in the website at least to look at our links. HappyOurNewsTeam.com, dot com, dot com, dot com, dot com, dot com. You want people to look at your links? I want people to look at my links. What's wrong with your friend? Ah, uh, he just had all his teeth removed. You call Otta? Uh, I don't know. I, his mouth hurts. He, he has no teeth. I no problem. We get pre-chew food. You got what? Pre-chew food. We get for him. What? what pre-chew food? The food that pre-chewed. We get oh, off truck. We get oh, for him. Okay, well, what do you got? We got roast beef. We got noodle. We got pork chop. We got all kind of food. You eat now. But, but, but uh, nothing. You eat now. I bring you pre-chewed food. Well, I bring you pork chop. He wants to know who chews it. How I know. We get on truck. Get pre-chewed food. Get from G.I.G. Has dental surgery left you unable to chew? Have all your teeth fallen out due to age or some horrible disease? Well, don't worry, friend. The people at G.I.G. Industries are happy to bring you pre-chewed food. Individually portioned meals that have been pre-masticated for ease of ingestion. All meals have been chewed at least 20 times before being flash frozen to capture that fresh from the mouth taste. That's pre-chewed food from G.I.G. Industries. The good idea, guys. G.I.G. Industries is not responsible for any disease or foreign matters such as pieces of tooth, gum residue, or fillings. Do not eat frozen. Do not feed animals, especially chickens. Screaming Chewy Show podcast, where every episode is a wild card. Topics can vary from history of heavy metal, conspiracies, how to overthrow a government, yeah, 
that was a good one how to survive a zombie apocalypse oh yeah you might want to check that one out right or things like spirituality and the science behind it i talk about anything and everything i have guests such as my friends authors motivational speakers entrepreneurs and celebrities i bring it all to you screaming chewy show your source of entertainment and overall fuckery available on all major platforms and don't forget to subscribe i drop multiple episodes every week peace screaming chewy show Song. It's time for the second half of time Happy Hour News Team. Right. God damn. We got we're gonna start we're off. We're gonna start off. What is it, Sanchez? It's a, it's a poor guys. Poor guys. Poor guys. Two North Carolina men were killed by a train while mourning their brother killed in the same spot. Uh how fucked up is that? <laughs> That's what it feels like when you're broke now. Uh, why don't you tell us the story, Sanchez? Well, says, Let's see what's uh, going on here. Two men were mourning the loss of their brother, who had been struck by a light rail train when they were also struck and killed by a train in North Carolina. Joe, tell us about this. Jesus Christ. Pablo Tequirium, us, I guess. What? It, that's what it says. Okay, this dude, 29, and Jose, 20, were walking north on the train tracks in Charlotte near the 8200 South Boulevard about 5 in the morning when they were hit and killed by a Charlotte-area transit system, Lynx train. Medics announced both men dead at the scene. Okay, well, yeah, you're hit by a fucking train. You're going to... Trains are very unforgiving. They had been memorializing their brother on one week anniversary of his death. So not even a week early. Holy shit. Yeah. And they were conducting a memorial out by the site where he was killed. Oh, fuck. Unfortunately, the two brothers were also struck by a train while they were on foot and both succumbed to the injuries pretty quickly. I wonder if they were having a wake. They ain't awake anymore. (laughs) I don't have a patum-tum. I know. (laughs) Rim shot. Holy shit, man. Yep. Video evidence confirms the two brothers were standing on the tracks when they were struck. It's unclear how long they were on the tracks before the train arrived. There's a video? Well, I I don't believe there's a video for us to watch. (laughs) I wouldn't want to watch it, (laughs) but I would. But I would. (laughs) Well, he had been driving across, okay, when he was struck by... Holy shit, he wasn't... He was in a car. Right. On uh, the day before my birthday... (laughs) <laughs> so i'm gonna quit going outside all of july <laughs> well just around my birthday july 26 he was struck and killed by a train he was driving across the tracks yeah i guess he did they don't have arms over there or whatever where is this at north carolina yeah they got arms yeah i'm sure they do okay uh yeah they didn't know how long they could be on the tracks but they got hit 
Jesus All safety Christ. features, including the crossing arms, lights, and horns, were working correctly. I cannot imagine losing three of your children, three of your siblings, within a week. To, uh, they uh, sus- officials suspect that alcohol was a contributing factor. Yeah, they were having a good old-fashioned drunken wake. Or down there. On a train track. Yeah, well, down there. They wanted to go down, you know, pour a little on the, on the ground for, you know. I, God damn it, I still don't have the, it's a bad idea. It's a bad, 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 bad idea. <laughs> I am going to put that on there well, one good. of these days. Yeah. And the Florida Man music. Yeah, one we of these still days. haven't got Florida Man. So the incident <laughs> was one of four fatal traffic accidents with six victims this week in Charlotte. Same spot? In, in the same town. Oh, in the same town. Oh. I'm going to say if there were six victims in the same spot, they need to do something like put up a fucking sign. Yep. <laughs> in all four of the accidents, Don't pee six, six deaths in four accidents, uh, impairment was involved. So I'd like to stress to our citizens, please. Bars if open. If you've been drinking, use a ride share, have a designated driver, or just stay where the fuck you're at. And start a podcast. There you go. How about that? That hasn't killed anybody yet, right? So far as we know. <laughs> we'll be the first. <laughs> the, case, the case of the North Dakota you'll podcast. The, you'll be the first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. What a poor guy. What a Guys. Couple, what a bunch of them. Poor, plural. Yeah. Plural man. Poor family. Jesus, fuck. And all the women in the neighborhood. So this next one struck me as hilarious. What that Utah Governor Cox responds to a letter demanding he change foul, dirty, and obscene surname. So here's the letter he got. He had to respond to this letter, but here's the letter he got. Dear Governor Cox, I do not know if you know this. People say your surname sounds like the word cock. It's obscene. Us decent people here in Utah will not stand for it. The Honorable Republican Party will not stand for it. Most importantly, I will not stand for it. Because of your reluctance to change your foul, dirty, and obscene surname, myself and thousands of other Utahns will be sitting in protest, not standing until you change your heinous surname to something less offensive. This is a social justice issue, and we will not be denied basic human decency. If your simple request is not met, we will assemble and do what democracy was made to do by recalling you from office because of your filthy surname. <laughs> this is not a communist dictatorship. This is the great state of Utah. And we do not accept sick jokes to run rampant in our civil institutions. We demand a response to this letter, and we will expect to hear back from your office soon. This is actually says, love a very concerned citizen. <laughs> Just because his name is Cox. Yeah. Like he's a cock. Yeah, Cox. So he's been, has, he, has he changed it? So no, but he uh, did respond. He says, uh, "says really grateful for the criticism and constructive feedback I get from the cons- constituents that I demand I uh, change my name." <laughs> is you is or is you not my constituents? Yep. Is you is or is you not my constituents? Yeah, well, you know, if our so simple that, request is said. not met, scroll back up. Uh, we will assemble and do what democracy was made to do by recalling you from the office because of your filthy surname. This is not a communist dictatorship. This is a great state of Utah. We don't accept sick jokes to run rampant in our civil institutions. 
So that was his response. Um, I'm certainly glad. I'm certainly here to hear, glad to hear the criticism of uh, and constructive feedback I get from conspicuous constituents that demand <laughs> that I uh, that I uh, change my name. <laughs> yeah, he ain't doing it. Well, they're going to try to recall him then. Good. I hope Just they like, fucking do. Oh, really? I mean, I hope they try. Oh. Because they'll be a fucking because, laughing stock. Well, I don't know. think it'll. It's Utah. And, and, and it says name. It's, it's not like Utah. he said, oh, I'm going to change my name to Cox so it'll piss off some fucking Mormons. It's you know? <laughs> <laughs> his name. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. That's kind of weak. It's, it's like, do they even like say, it. do they even say ridiculous because it has the word dick in it? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. They probably can't grow succulents either. <laughs> <laughs> or have a fuchsia as a plant. <laughs> fuchsia? Yeah, fuchsia. It's got a few fuchsia in it. You're strained, Sanchez. I know, I'm strained. All right. Man's handwriting was so bad, Eastbourne man, bank staff didn't know... He was trying to rob them. <laughs> a man who tried to rob a bank in Eastbourne, this isn't here, with a handwritten note has been jailed, according to police. Holy shit, 67. Yeah. Maybe he wrote in cursive and nobody could understand it. No, he probably just probably wrote like he spoke. He probably has his handwriting has a real thick accent. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to shop with my pencil. Yeah. All right, read it, Sanchez. I've got a drink here. Bars open. Cheers. So, uh, police said Alan Slattery, 67, retired of Stonehouse Drive, St. Leonard's, was given a six-year extended sentence when he appeared at Lou's Crown Court on Friday, July. This is at England. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. Look at him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he looks like you. No, he's way too thin. Slatterly entered three banks in Eastbourne and Hastings in the space of two weeks and used written notes to ask the cashiers to hand over money. You know what I think it was? Maybe it was those like receipts with the triplicate copy, so he only had to write it once. Yeah. And <laughs> it he was gave... just too faded out on the last <laughs> copy. <laughs> yeah. According to police, his first attempt was at Nationwide Building Society in Terminus Road at 1045 a.m. on March 18, 2021. But due to poor handwriting, the employee was unable to read the note and slatterly left empty-handed. You know, there was a movie, a Woody Allen movie, called Take the Money and Run. Yep. And uh, there was a scene where he went in and handed the bank teller a note, and it was supposed to have said, give me your money, I've got a gun. And the, the, the clerk misread it as, give me your money, I've got a gub. <laughs> she's like what's a gub he's going no no it's gun he says she's like going no no it says right here <laughs> the next thing you know they got all the bank managers and everybody going over the note yeah, he, yeah. it's a great <laughs> funny movie a sussex police spokesperson said staff at the bank later managed to read the note which said your screen won't stop what i've got just hand over the tens and twenties think about the other customers then they rang police who attended and sees the note and CCTV footage from inside the bank. Well, they got CCTV everywhere. In, in England, everywhere. Every fucking Every word. fucking street. That corner. serial pooper would not have been a serial pooper for long. Well, I'm thinking. In that, England. I'm thinking. The thing is, is like those kind of things, they don't take too seriously until they fucking finally get tired of it. Well, someone's got to clean that shit up. Oh, I know. He said uh, he entered, uh, let's see, 
On March 26, he entered the Nationwide Building Society branch in London Road, St. Leonard's, where he handed a threatening note over to the cashier, Ooh. who, in fear for her safety, handed over 2,400 pounds in cash. Here's that note. Yeah, I can read that. I can read that. Yeah. It's in cursive. Yeah. Well, that's maybe maybe they're all young people and they, they can't, read, can't read cursive. cursive. <laughs> <laughs> it's some foreign language. I think he might be an alien. <laughs> maybe you come to happyhournewsteam.com and we'll we'll post links to this and you let us know. Can you read that note? Yeah. He can read that note. But we're old fuckers, so Well, he was uh I can, write, I can write cursive, too. Rested on suspicion of robbery and two counts of attempted robbery. At least he's wearing a mask. Yeah, well, see, that's the deal. Now it's no big, you know, it used to be if you went into a bank wearing a mask, it would set off all kinds of, you know, red flags. Yep. Now, now, it's, now you got to wear the mask before you can come into bank. You could rob a bank with a booger. Yeah. He pleaded guilty to all three offenses and was given a six-year extended sentence consisting of four years in custody and two years on license, which would be probation. You know, speaking of boogers... And masks. I had, you know, they were talking about masks for kindergartners and all that stuff and preschoolers. Yeah. Wouldn't be a bad idea. It would keep my daughter's finger out of her her nose. nose. Yeah. (laughs) She'd have it up underneath there. (laughs) She's a minor. I mean. Yeah, she's she's a minor. She's going to be an engineer. I'm pretty sure. I'm like, what are you doing? Pointing at your brain? Yeah. Nothing. I'd like to thank all the victims and witnesses who supported our investigation. Oh, I thought he was thanking them. Yeah, I'd like to thank everybody that helped me get busted. Yeah. Ah, fuck. I'd like to thank my mom, my dad. I'd like to thank the principal for kicking me out of school. Where is DA? Is that the district District attorney? District attorney, yeah. Okay, this is in Vegas, huh? Yep. We got some listeners in Vegas. Good. Landlord accused of killing two tenants handled eviction his way. Yeah. So he just wanted him out. He wanted him out. If he had to drag him out, rolled in the carpet and all that, buried in the desert and all that. A Las Vegas homeowner accused of shooting uh, three living tenants after an argument over unpaid rent told police he didn't want to go through an eviction process and wanted to handle things his way. Arnaldo. Sanchez. Sanchez. Arnaldo Sanchez made statements about the victims not paying rent and that he was certainly upset about it. Chief Deputy District Attorney Tim said. The prosecutor revealed that another tenant, a man, was in the house during the shooting but was not shot. The man was not a benefit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he paid. You're cool. You're cool. Fuck you. Fuck you. The witness described uh, for police that Sanchez going into a bedroom a woman pleading for her life, multiple gunshots, and the man was shot nine times. Nine times. Running for his life. So if he's still running after nine times, that ain't a very good shot. Oh. Or that's some hell of an adrenaline. It could have been a little bullets. He also saw the defendant exit the bedroom smiling. He was getting it on. He was doing the nasty. It wasn't about unpaid rent. He was banging the fucking tenant's wife or the landlord's wife. Judge ordered 78-year-old Sanchez, this is you. No, it's not me. To remain jailed without bail on murder and attempted murder charges pending another court appearance next Monday some time ago. Sanchez was arrested Tuesday at a small pink home. You just like saying that shit, don't you? (laughs) After police found one woman dead outside... 
The man who had been shot nine times coming out of the door and a woman dead in the bedroom. Fucking Sanchez. Lorenzo Sanchez. <laughs> Lorenzo. Not Good Sanchez thing that wasn't around. your fucking podcast name, Lorenzo Sanchez. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't pick that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Holy fuck. <laughs> let's get out of here. <laughs> you, picked, so you picked this story. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to tease me about it. <laughs> fucking A, I'm going to. I thinking, yeah. Fucking A, I'm going to. So here's another, uh, here's a what the fuck story. What the fuck, huh? So, yeah, Let's push the button. Push the red button, Sean. What? 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 The. <laughs> so this uh, QAnon shit has just gotten pretty fucking All weird. All right. Tell me a story. Pretty fucking weird. So there's the headline. Surf instructor. Dad kills kids over QAnon serpent DNA fears. This should have been in last week's dark fucking episode. I Southern, I thought you were going to squirrel shit away. This just happened. Well, yeah, you were going to squirrel shit away, though. Well, we can not read it. Okay, go ahead. I'll let you. <laughs> I'll let you. A Southern California man has been charged with killing his two young children with a spear fishing gun. Deluded by QAnon conspiracy theories that made him believe that his kids were possessed with serpent DNA and that killing them would save the world. What kind of serpent are you talking about? Uh, it, I'm, we'll have Come to on, read keep it. going. What kind of serpent? Snake, the world. lizard, gecko? Matthew Taylor Coleman, 40, of Santa Barbara, was arrested Monday while re-entering the U.S. from Mexico where the bodies of his 2-year-old son and 10-month-old daughter had been found earlier that day, according to criminal complaint. Coleman, who founded a surf school in Santa Barbara, had been reported missing by his wife after she told authorities that he unexpectedly took off with their two children on Saturday while they were planning a family camping trip. He didn't say where he was going and failed to answer her text messages and didn't have the children's car seat in his vehicle. The bodies of Matthew Taylor Coleman's two young children were found in a ditch in Mexico on Monday morning, authorities said. Mm. Still, she said she didn't believe the kids were in danger at the time and thought that her husband would come back, so she didn't ask for assistance. When he didn't return the next day, however, she called the police and formally reported her family missing. Using a Find My Phone app, authorities said they tracked Coleman's phone to Baja, California, Mexico on Sunday afternoon. The next day, his phone was traced to a near-empty point along the U.S.-Mexico border. Federal authorities in San Diego were asked to meet Coleman upon his entry to the U.S. and check on the children's welfare. Coleman, however, was alone in his van, and Customs and Border Patrol Protection officers reported seeing what appeared to be blood on the vehicle's registration paperwork. Mexico authorities later reported to U.S. officials that the bodies of two children matching the missing kid's description had been found that morning in a ditch with large puncture wounds in the chest. This is dark. In a recorded interview, authorities said, Coleman confessed to killing his children. This is a long article. Are you going to read all that shit? Well, we got to get to the part where he says, okay, Coleman told authorities <laughs> that he was he was enlightened by QAnon and Illuminati conspiracy theories and receiving visions and signs revealing that his wife possessed serpent DNA 
and had passed it on to his children. Killing a serpent. Killing his children, he told investigators, would be saving the world from monsters. I should have let you. He said he I should have let you read it. Now to just sped up the audio. Yeah, well, <laughs> I can still do that. He knew it was wrong, but he said it was the only course of action that could save the world. Well, have you seen that movie, uh, Frailty? No. That's something not. about the God's Hand Killer, and this uh, Bill Pax. Bill Paxson was. I think he was in it. And uh, he gets visions of these bad people he's supposed to kill because he thinks he's getting visions from God. Must be a train go by. <laughs> Is that the dog? Yeah, howling. <laughs> oh, yep, I hear it. But anyways, Bill Pax, he gets these visions and he kills these fucking people and his kids witness this. And I think that's got this, you know, has a lot to do with that, a lot of influence. Oh, it's the fucking QAnon. They got people all so, so fucking spun out of their goddamn minds yeah. believing that the fucking all... world's run by baby eaters and shit like that. I mean, come on. Give me a fucking break. This shit just absolutely boils my fucking brain. I would listen to I mean, their the podcast. guy's killing his fucking kids. That's bad. That's bad. That's, that's bad. fucking... That's, you don't get any fucking worse than that it shit. It should have been on last week's episode. This is fucking dark. Well, it only happened, I think, yesterday. Well, we could have saved it for Halloween. I guess I don't follow that too too much. No, you don't want you watch the fucking news. <laughs> nope. I don't even have a fucking phone. You don't have a phone. No. I don't even have a fucking anyway, phone. Anyway, if, if you're listening to QAnon, fuck you. <laughs> we got some animal facts tonight for you. Yeah, this right? is Shandy's all over here. He's oh. got to have this. What is this one? All right. Male bed bugs don't bother with vaginas when mating. They simply stab the female in the abdomen with their penis and ejaculate in her body cavity. So the whole the whole fucking inside of the female is a fucking uterus or some shit? I don't know. Uh, sharks are known to have one of the most brutal mating rituals. The male shark brutally attacks the female and bites into her head, gills, and pectoral fin while mating. But bedbugs have taken to a whole new level. While mating, they just stab the female in the abdomen and create a hole in her body and ejaculate through it. <laughs> Here. I'm, I'm just going to fuck you. Yep. This particular mating phenomenon is known as traumatic insemination. No shit. <laughs> Here the male pierces the female body with a sharp penis and injects his sperm through the brutal wound into the female's abdominal area. The sperm then diffuses towards the ovaries and fertilizes the eggs. I'm guessing all the fucking eggs, and that female is done for. Oh, yeah, I bet. Well, I'm, yeah, wouldn't be surprised if they both fucking die after that one. Now, you might be wondering how the female survives after this, let alone give birth to the offspring. Female bed bugs have developed a pair of sperm receptacles as part of their evolution. So their whole fucking body is a fucking vagina, or just a receptacle. Experts believe that these structures help minimize the traumatic effect of the, of the abdominal area. There hasn't been any statistics to confirm this. Ah, you know, evolution. Just, you what know. A weird fucking thing, man. Just to have that sharp of a penis that it just fucking pierces the goddamn, 
I wonder if when, you know, bed bugs don't actually bite you, they're probably just they're fucking, fucking you. you. <laughs> <laughs> Those little bumps aren't fucking bites. <laughs> <laughs> they're penis injections. Oh, that's truly fucked up. <laughs> and that's... Don't let the bed bugs fuck you. <laughs> uh, everyone have a good night, huh? All right. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, make sure you guys get, get in touch with us. Somebody, yeah. please. HappyHourNewsTeam.com. That's our website. Uh, HappyHRNews at gmail.com. Uh, check out our bro, Screaming Chewy. Uh, the Screaming Chewy show. Our other bro, uh, Matt, Fumble Penis. Yep. And then we got fucking Joe and the Dumbass Report. Dumbass Report, Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker. Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker. We got people the, uh, out there. We got the some plaid peeps. jacket philosopher. Plaid jacket, and uh, there's another one I've been listening to, but not really because I can't listen to podcasts anymore. You can tell who it is. Not yet. All right. So uh, he's yeah. got secret fucking. He's got a secret lover on on the line here. It's just gonna be some random podcast. Okay, but you won't tell us who. No. All right. Fine. Good night, everyone. See you next Tuesday. There's no love lost for the soul of a sinner Let the waves tell us under There's the current soul that pulls her under
Here goes good idea.